0: Over his 34-year career, my husband has authored over 50 published articles, along with several books, videos, and audio training programs on the subject of network marketing. He's also been repeatedly recognized as one of the top network marketing trainers in the world. In June of 2011, he was invited to visit our company's home office. He was so impressed with what he saw that he decided that day to walk away from his lucrative speaking and consulting career and got started as a team of one. Today, that team of one has grown to over 200,000 customers, associates, managers, directors, executives, and millionaires in 17 countries. Today, my husband and I work together, and we are extremely grateful to have been recognized as the number one income earners for our company worldwide. But what I'm most excited about today is that thanks to podcast technology, you can learn the leadership skills, the leadership lessons that will help you grow your own world-class team. With that in mind, let the man who's been teaching others about leadership for decades share what he's been teaching with you. Ladies and gentlemen, please allow me to introduce my business partner and the love of my life, my husband, Michael S. Klaus.
1: Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. On this particular Lessons in Leadership podcast, we're going to be talking about how to expand your network. And this really is an extension of what we covered last week. You might remember prospecting and how it really is a game. And if it is a game, and I certainly believe that it is, we need to understand the rules and we also need to have some fun playing it. I left you with a real important thought and really a challenge, if you remember, and that is that it will take about 100 meaningful conversations before you really kind of become, well, comfortable in this whole prospecting arena. So how are you doing? Well, whatever your number happens to be, keep going. You will get better over time. Sadly for some of us, it takes 30 or 40 or 50 times and we're just not really getting anywhere. Well, let's face it, it's because we're just not very good at this and that's okay. In the very beginning, I was pitiful at this. My goodness, if I had judged myself based on what I had been able to accomplish in my first six months or even my first year, I would have quit a long time ago. But I knew and believed that if I just kept going, and if I focused on getting a little bit better, that like anything else in my life, I could learn and improve over time. Remember, leadership is not something we acquire overnight. Leadership is something we really acquire over time. It is progressive, and so is prospecting. So give yourself credit for what you've done and just focus on getting better. So how do we get better? Well, one of the ways is to obviously have a conversation with more people. Now, remember when I say have a conversation, I need to put that in quotes, it seems almost anymore because, you know, the first brain left-born analytical types are reaching out saying, so when you said have a conversation, what exactly did you mean? Well, I have to kind of now put it in air quotes because we do a lot of texting. We do a lot of private messaging on Facebook or Instagram other social media platforms, whatever the terminology happens to be. I do like the telephone. I really love to find an opportunity to take it off the social media platform and really speak to people. I love hearing their voice, but occasionally because of distance and time zones and things of that sort, uh, we've been able to enroll people using either WhatsApp or the audio feature on, again, Uh, Facebook, private messenger. So you just have to really take the idea of a conversation and recognize that it may be over the phone or it may be over some other platform. But I'm just gonna continue using that word. I hope you understand. So when we expand our network, what do we do? Well, first of all, let's define network marketing if we could for just a moment. Your network, I believe, is made up of the contacts you have in your mobile phone. It's also made up of your friends on Facebook, your followers on Instagram, and whatever other terminology you happen to use on whatever platform you're using. All of those individuals are part of your network. Some you know very well, family friends perhaps. Some you might know casually. You comment, they comment, but you don't really know one another, even though Facebook identifies you as friends. There are some that are kind of strangers. I mean, there might have been some reason that you connected with them, but truth be told, you really don't know that much about them. That's okay. Every single friend you have was at some point in your life, a stranger. We've been bringing people into our lives, getting acquainted with them. And sometimes sadly we've moved on or they've moved on and we've had to repeat that process. You've been doing it from childhood. Think about that. I mean, after all, how many people do you know that had a friend in first grade? Hey, my hand is in the air. I certainly did. I remember my friend in the first grade. How about you? But where is that person today? It's not my best friend today. I've long since forgotten where we parted and what exactly happened. I think it might've been in the third grade when I moved and he didn't. But whatever the case may be, we've been ebbing and flowing our friends our colleagues, our workmates, for as long as we can remember. But here in our profession, we need to remember that network, as in network marketing, we're going to classify are the people that we have in our social media, our phone. That's our network. So what's the marketing aspect of network marketing? Well, marketing really, by definition, is just sharing an idea. It really is. I mean, the people that are sharing the ideas on television, what we call commercials, they're sharing an idea. Hey, come to our restaurant. Hey, buy our car. Hey, come in for a demonstration. Hey, let us come out and you get the idea. They're sharing an idea. Now they're sharing it in a broadcast format. We're just going to be sharing it more on an individual format with the people that are part of our network. So when you think of network marketing, you're just taking the people that are in your network and you're looking to reach out to those individuals and to share an idea. The idea that your products may benefit them, your business opportunity may benefit them, or in many cases, both your products. And your opportunity may benefit them. So let's talk about how we expand that. Well, remember, we again have been adding and losing and re-adding friends from the very first moment in time. So as we move through time, keep in mind we're looking for prospects, not projects. So keep your friends. If you have individuals that you're really good friends with, make sure they know what you're doing. But if they don't want to follow you or they're not interested in what you're doing, that's okay. After all, you don't need to go work where they're working. You don't necessarily need to move into the neighborhood where they're living. You don't necessarily need to root for the same sporting team they're rooting for, but you can still be friends. So this is no different. In other words, don't make what you're doing now weird, because too many people do. They think that if their friends won't join them, they're not really friends, and so they get really irritated, and their friends say, see, that's why I don't want anything to do with one of those things. We don't need to do that. Let your friends know what you're doing. And if they wanna join you, wonderful. If they don't, just maintain your friendship with them. There are plenty of other people out there, plenty of prospects who have a problem. We can provide a solution and we can again help them with their lives. The second thing we wanna focus in on is in addition to number one, keeping our friends, we wanna refine your contacts. Have you ever taken anybody out of your phone? If you're like me, you probably have. So we're always refining. I don't know if you've ever gone through your Facebook friends by literally going onto a computer, clicking on your friends, and then scrolling down through. But if you'll notice, there are a lot of individuals who no longer have Facebook profile pictures in your friends list. And if you click on those, you'll find the reason that most of them don't have their profile picture is they're no longer on Facebook. I don't know why, but when people leave Facebook, Facebook doesn't remove them from your friends list. So you need to refine your contacts. You should be making it a point to go through all of your contacts and deciding which ones, again, are prospects and which ones perhaps are projects, and then focus on the projects or, sorry, no, no, we don't want to do that. Focus on the prospects. We need to refine our contacts and then we need to expand it. We need with focused intention to be adding to our contacts every single day. So how do we do that? Well, the best way to expand your network is to really put yourself where you would like to be. I mean, if you want this to be fun, then do things that are enjoyable for you. Go volunteer for a cause that really speaks to you. If you do, you're going to be around a handful of people. Maybe more individuals that are like-minded, just like you, whether that's giving back at a particular charity, whether it's coaching a softball, game, whether it's being uh, some participant, whatever you can do to volunteer your time, you're always going to be meeting new people. The second thing that you can do again with focused intention is to take a class. What do you want to learn or improve upon? You know, it's crazy the community colleges in most areas and the number of classes that they offer on an incredible array of subjects. So what would you like to know how to do better? Would you like to know social media? Hey, it might help your business if you were perhaps a little better on social media. Does your community college offer a course on social media? If they do, it's usually only a handful of dollars. Typically at night, maybe one or two evenings a week. It's only for a short period of time. And guess what? There might be 10, 15, or 20 more individuals, probably a demographic very similar to yours, who are trying to get better with social media too. Well, why are they trying to get better? Hey, maybe through that process, you can find out if there's a need and offer them a solution. Again, we want with focused intention to expand it. What about joining a new club, a group, or a team? I had a colleague of mine years ago who loved softball. He just loved these leagues that he was able to participate in. And so he joined a league. Well, guess what? When he joined a league, there's nine players on the softball team. So if all they could get were nine, he's got eight other contacts right there. But every single time they played another team, there were another nine people. Then there were the fans that came out, and, well, you get the idea. He built an extraordinary business just by connecting with the players and offering them the products that he believed would really help their game. Do you understand the point? He loved playing softball. So he joined a softball team, and he was able to grow his business bigger, better, and faster than if maybe he was sitting at home trying to figure out how to do it on social media. But that being said, social media is really a big part of what we do, and it should be a big part of what you do too. So it's time to clean up our social media and then continue to expand it. What do I mean? Well, I won't go into the details on this particular podcast because they're two different or sorry, too difficult to put across auditorially. But I will give you the instructions, and I'm really encouraging you to all do this if you're using Facebook. Go Google the instructions on how to download your Facebook friends list and follow them. Again, go Google the instructions on how to download your Facebook friends list And then follow them. And you'll be able to print out a list of all of the people that you have on Facebook. Now, you don't need to alphabetize the list. However it comes out will be just fine. What you need to do is spend some time each and every day or whenever you have it on your calendar to block it out. Remember that revenue producing activity? Well, this would be part of it. Part of the revenue producing activity is prospecting and you need to go through your list to find out who might be a prospect as opposed to, well, you know, not. So how do we do that? Well, when you have your list in front of you, who's the first name? If it's Mary Smith, look her up. You've got your Facebook open. Go look at Mary Smith. How often does Mary post? What does Mary post about? Do you even remember why you're connected with her? take a look at what she's actually sharing on social media and see if you can't figure out a way to reach out to Mary. Now, in the very beginning, I would never suggest reaching out to Mary and just saying, hey, I'm with this particular company offering these products and I saw you online and wow, you could really use them. Can we talk? Probably not the best approach. But if you're ramping up, you know, through your 100 challenge, it's okay you're gonna get better over time and then you'll find out like me, that's probably not the best approach. But the idea here is we have to look at Mary and see is Mary someone worthy of reaching out to? Is she a prospect or a project? We don't really know. Let me give you an example of a project. You look at Mary's page, Mary hasn't posted in two and a half years. You scroll down and you start looking at some of the things that Mary posted two and a half years ago and you're like, wow, that's interesting. Not really sure I want Mary in my home around my kids, and yet Mary hasn't posted in two and a half years. And now you stop and think, do I even remember how we connected? I mean, after all, who is Mary? And if you don't know, and what she posted really is not that interesting to you, you wouldn't want her in your home with your kids, and she hasn't posted in two and a half years, guess what? Trying to reach out to her on social media probably is just going to be a project, because she'll never see it unfriend her, not from a disrespectful, I don't want you in my life point of view, but from a business perspective. Remember network marketing? Our network is made up of the contacts that we have, social media, our phone, or otherwise, and we're going to share an idea. We're going to market to those individuals. Well, we can't market to someone we can't reach out to, So unfriend them, move on. Who's the next person on your list? And you get the idea. And take some time to go through as many as you can every day so that you can begin getting better at this. So we've got to clean up our list. And then we've got to start what we call shaking up the salad. Most of us are just posting on everybody's posts. You've got those same posts that show up every single day. You see them, they see yours, but you've got maybe a few people, maybe a few hundred, maybe a few thousand people that are part of your network where you're never seeing their posts and you're, and they're never, you're never seeing their posts and they're never seeing yours. Shake up the salad. What does that mean? Well... When you find some people there that you've gone to their page and you like the way they're posting, you like what they're doing, then make it a point of coming back and liking some of the things that they're putting up. That will change the way Facebook decides to share information with you. They will start seeing more of your posts and you will start seeing more of their posts. Trust me, if you really focus on this, it will change what you see in your news feed really, really quickly. It's pretty impressive. So that being said, volunteer, take a class, join a new club, a group, a team, remember the baseball story, go through your friends list on Facebook and shake up your salad. All of these are really great ideas for expanding your network. The other idea for me, and I just love this one, is to go shopping. Now notice, I didn't say go spending, I said go shopping. You know, too many of us, if you remember our conversation from last week, were raised with parents who say things like, you know, children should be seen and not heard. Don't speak unless you're spoken to. And, you know, whatever you do, don't talk to strangers. And we really don't think this has an impact on us until we go shopping. Now, think about it. You choose a particular mall or otherwise. You walk into the department in the mall that interests you. You go to the area of that department that really attracts you. You start kind of figuring out what you're interested in, thumbing through the clothes or otherwise, and the sales clerk walks up and says, may I help you? And what do most of us do without even any conscious thought? No, thank you. Just looking. You know why? It's stranger danger. It goes all the way back. We don't want to be pressured. We don't really know who these people are. Are they going to follow us around? Are they going to try to convince us to buy something we don't want? For all of these reasons, it's easier just to send them away. But instead of that, why not try this technique? When people walk up to you and say, may I help you, let them. Be there for a reason. I don't know what the reason is, but whatever the reason is, be there. Hey, maybe the reason is, I don't recall the last time I was in your store. I'm not sure if you can help me or not. Maybe you can just take a couple of minutes and show me around and tell me what I might be interested in. Just find out what type of a personality this individual has. I mean, do they seem like somebody who's outgoing? Do they seem like somebody who might be a nice addition to your business? You can go to a mall and you can wander around, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 stores in some of those malls, some are even larger, and you can walk away with a lot of contacts in just an afternoon. So how do you actually get their contact information? Well, most are wearing their name tag, or if not, you can just say, you know, you've been so incredibly helpful, do you have a card? And any more, most of them do or if they don't have a card, all you have to say is, you know, again, you've been so incredibly helpful. If I wanted to reach back, how would I find you? You know, may I get your name? And again, through rapport, know me, like me, trust me, and the conversation that you have had, and if you're talking to them in terms of why they're there and what they enjoy, and you're really just being a very nice friend, you'd be amazed at how many people would be happy to connect with you on social media if you're doing it in the proper way. And the only way you're gonna figure it out is to figure it out. Now, do be respectful. I mean, as a gentleman, I'm very aware of talking to other women. I don't wanna give anyone the wrong impression. So I've learned a little phrase. This is something that if you happen to be a gentleman and you're talking to other women, try this on, walk around in it like you would a garment. I think you're gonna find you love the way it fits. Here's the phrase, my wife and I my wife and I, my wife and I are involved in a little venture. You should talk with her. I think the two of you would really hit it off. My wife and I, or, you know, my wife is so into the same stuff on social media. You should connect with her on social media. I think you'd really enjoy what she posts. Really, what's her name? Oh, I can show you. Do you have your phone? The idea is we're trying to establish connections. Be consistent, be consistent, Pick what works for you and just go have some fun with it. You know, we talked about two new prospects a day, four days a week. You know, that's eight new prospects in a week, 32 in a month, that's 384 in a year. But remember, you apply the rule of plus one and you go up to three prospects a week, or three prospects a day, five days a week. You know, that's up to 15, that's 60 a month, that's 720 a year. 720 a year versus 384, Really difficult not to build a nice business when you're talking to about 384 people a year. By the way, when you can expand your network like this, you become more comfortable. I think you become way more laid back because what you recognize is, is if this conversation doesn't go anywhere, that's okay. I can walk to the next store, I can take a look at another post, I can do just about anything. At any time to add another person or two or three to my ever expanding network. When someone is no longer serving the purposes of what I'm trying to accomplish, it's easy for me just to move on. Now remember, I'm not talking about moving on from your friends. I'm talking about moving on from people that aren't serving you in your life. Individuals you really don't even know who they are. They're not posting. They're never going to see any messages that you have. And my last and who knows, maybe even my best tip for this particular podcast is this. I love when people are out there doing what they love. It just makes it easier. If you're a bike riding enthusiast, join a bike riding club. It's easy to meet the other bike riders. You know, just do what really makes your heart sing. You like to play golf? Go spend some time on the golf course, but don't go with three of your friends. Go by yourself. Ask the pro to be partnered with three other people. And by the time 18 holes are complete... Who knows, you might have a couple of new prospects and who knows, a few weeks down the road, you might even have your new excited business builder who's just so grateful that the two of you connected on the golf course that Saturday afternoon. You got to play golf and build your business too. Now that's what I call a win-win. So let's bring it up to a modern day where I think just about anyone and everyone can participate. Find the groups online. And I'll just talk about Facebook for just a moment. Find the groups on Facebook that really speak to you. The ones that it wouldn't be anything more than enjoyable for you to go contribute. I'll give you one example here just to make my point. When I moved to Nebraska, I really didn't know anything about the state. I heard some crazy things about Nebraska. Oh, the only people living there are people who don't know they can leave. That's kind of what I thought, middle of nowhere, I've flown over, it, I don't know how many times, but living in Nebraska? And then I was talked into coming out and taking a look around, and wow, was I impressed. I mean, what a beautiful part of the world. I'd been looking for five years for a place that I could call home, and this just ticked out every box. For those of you that haven't been to our home on the lake here, just outside of Omaha, you really don't know what you're missing. It's a spectacular part of the world. I love the four seasons, love the heat of summer, love the cold of winter. I love the spring and I love the fall. Just about every moment in time, Lynn and I are just so happy that we live where we live and that we do what we do. But when I came here, I knew very little about the state. So someone suggested to me a group called Nebraska Through the Lens, as in the lens of a camera. You can go look it up if you'd like. Anyone can join the group, Nebraska Through the Lens. But the requirements were very simple. You could only post pictures of Nebraska. So I love to go there to learn about the state. You know, you'll see all kinds of wildlife, the eagles and the deer, and just the different animals and things that are here, plus a lot of magnificent sunsets, and hey, the occasional storm. Some of the pictures are really just mesmerizingly beautiful. They really are. And then one day I was scrolling through it, because again, it just is easy to do when you want to do something, and I saw a post that just changed the way I thought about social media. A gentleman who did not add a picture, which I thought was a violation, Turns out it's not. Remember, you can only post a picture if it's from Nebraska. This man wasn't from Nebraska. He identified himself as being somebody on the West Coast. He was going to be traveling to Nebraska for business, staying in the Omaha area for about two weeks, and was going to be here over one weekend. And he was reaching out asking if any of the individuals in the group could help him. While I'm there for two weeks who has some ideas on what I might do in the evening, since I'll have all my evenings available to to me after I get off work, and I will have the Saturday and Sunday, that one weekend. Here's what's crazy. This particular group has about 135,000 members. That post had 1,700 comments. 1,700 people took the time to pause long enough and say to him, hey, while you're here, you should do this. Now try to imagine the gold bind. if this person was actually doing that strategically in his case he just was doing it because he was interested but you can do that too if you're in the biking club reach out to people and say where's a good place to go biking in this particular area if you're in the golfing where are some of the good golf courses if you love to play tennis where's some great places to play tennis if you're into hiking where's some great places to go hike you get the idea you can do this with integrity you can do this with sincerity and you can do this in such a manner that the people who are willing to help you will reach out and help you can you imagine then clicking on the 1,700 comments and just taking the time to say thank you to click over to their profile to take a look at who these people are after you've said thank you for the beautiful comment that they made to suggest to them hey I just really appreciated what you did I looked at your page on social media I'd love to be connected I would love it if you would accept my friend request Can you imagine how many new friends this person might have? And then through the conversation, individuals might be inclined to ask, hey, what is bringing you out to uh, the Nebraska area? Well, my full-time job is this, and while I'm there, I'm also going to be doing a a little bit of my side hustle. Your side hustle, what's that? You see how this can just naturally flow into a conversation where you're able now to determine over time if you have a prospect or a project. It's all about expanding your network. It's all about identifying the people that you currently have in your network, making sure you reach out to each and every one of those individuals. And then as you're moving through time, you continue to expand. Keep your friends, refine your contacts, expand your network, volunteer, take a class, join a group, a club or a team, shake up your salad, get on social media and have some fun. Hey, every once in a while, get up, move your body, go shopping, not spending, go shopping, meet some new people. Be consistent, have some fun. I'll promise you, once you find your rhythm, you will recognize you can create contacts almost on demand. And once you feel that, once that becomes a refinement of your philosophy... Once you believe to the core of your being that if this conversation doesn't work out, there's five more on the other side of that and 10 more on the other side of that and 100 more on the other side of that, then you will be very comfortable with people who say yes, You'll be able to teach them these skills, get them involved in this podcast, walk them through the process of growing their organization, and you'll also be okay with the people who say no. It just won't matter as much, and you will find your rhythm. And once you've found your rhythm, I'll promise you, you'll wake up every morning just like we do in love with the profession you've chosen, recognizing it is, without a doubt, the greatest profession on earth. So go have some fun with it, but really do the work. And I'll look forward to adding on to this conversation when we talk next week.